And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Thank you very much there. The legendary John Bon Jovial, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show. Another hour of music and all kinds of madness. Some great stuff today. As a matter of fact, we've got a unique show today because today we feature the guitarists. We've got a couple of great guitarists going to be on the show to uh, lay down some tracks for us and talk about their music. And I know you're looking forward to that. And I'm looking forward to our first song, which is... Uh, well, let's just say it's a bit unique. Let's listen to the 2000, uh, 2019 version of Elvira. You see... This is such a special song That I had to call the Oakers boys to come and sing along There ain't no way I could tell this story without my special friends Um, yeah, Fuck, yeah Don't bug this song up Aight. Most girls about that money ain't they want that fancy car Or what kind of clothes you jamming in that makes you look like a star You gotta be wearing a label that shows that you got expensive taste And you better bend that credit card for that lobster on her plate I swore that my world till I ran into that girl Christian Luby's on her feet Diamond dipping platinum with pearls There was nothing I could buy her That she ain't already got When I googled her name Her net worth said a lie I probably ain't gonna never be the same She hotter than the center of a flame My My good friend, the David Bowers. And I'm a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much, Joe. Thank you to the Oak Ridge Boys and uh, also to Buck 22. And uh, <laughs> that one caught me kind of 
by surprise when uh, when the Joe Bonsall laid the track on me. But uh, having conquered, let's see, gospel, country, pop, and rock genres, I guess it's only natural that the legendary Oak Ridge boys would uh, put their brand on hip-hop. And um, whether it's your cup of tea or not, I uh, give big kudos to Buck 22 and the producers for creating the concept of an Oak Ridge Boys hip-hop track, and, of course, some fresh Oak Ridge Boys for doing it. Or is that fresh ORB? I don't know. But, uh, I got I to gotta say, I like it. It's, uh, it's clever, and it fits. And uh, I give that, uh, matter of fact, I give that our The David Bowers Award for the week. That is our award winner, Buck 22, and the Oak Ridge Boys, Elvira, and also a footnote to that, that a lot of people may not be aware of. Uh, if you heard our show a few weeks ago when Joe was on uh, playing some tracks from their new Christmas album, uh, Down Home Christmas by the Oak Ridge Boys, then you may have remembered he mentioned that uh, they also show up on a track on Dionne Warwick's Christmas album. She's done a new album for the first time in many years, and uh, it's a Christmas album, and the Oaks, along with uh, several other artists, appear on it. And uh, the Oaks, I believe, are on Jingle Bells, if I remember correctly. But uh, the reason I mention that is Dion Warwick is the mother of Buck 22. Buck 22 is Dion Warwick's son. So I thought you'd like to know that. So you got Buck 22 and the Oak Ridge Boys and Elvira. John Bon Jovial? Yeah, that was really kind of unique. Uh, <laughs> That was really something. I, I enjoyed listening to that. But my question, you know, if it's Buck 22, they must have done a lot of polishing, honing of the production, making sure that everything was right. So I want to know what happened to the first 21 bucks. <laughs> I was wondering why we didn't get a buck 99. I mean, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, we're, 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 not, we're, we're not famous, so we should have gotten a discount. Well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to track him down because I'd like to know the uh, I'd like to know the origin of uh, of that moniker of his Buck Twenty Two. Uh, I, I know it's not the gas price in Nashville, so that's out of the question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I uh, I'm really impressed. I, I think that's a, a great bit. It fits in with the uh, with the trend now of uh, artists experimenting in hip hop, which I guess was pretty much started with the Old Town Road, which has won all kinds of awards. So, well, you know, when, yeah, we, when we talk to Joe, list. we'll have to give him some kudos on that one because, you know, that 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 shows, uh, you know, uh, he, he's got a great sense of humor. Uh, he's It shows that he's willing to work with new emerging talent. Uh, he, I'm, I mean, I'm talking more about Joe Bonsall uh, than anybody else, but... Uh, I, I well, just think the it's great that, you know, the, group. oh yeah, I think it's great that they did it. Yeah, I do too. And the, it's, uh, it's, it's really neat. It's catching. And, you know, I, I realize a lot of people aren't really into hip hop music, myself included. And, uh, but you know, I can respect a good product and I could respect, uh, you know, when you really put some creativity into it and, uh, this is all of that and, uh, yeah, salute, uh, I salute Buck 22. I salute the Oak Ridge boys and also uh, the producers and all the others that got into it, whoever was involved in uh, making it happen. Good job. We salute you with the David Bowers Award for the week. 
and uh, that's right here on the show. Where every show is an award show, therefore every guest on the show is an award winner. And uh, Joe's represented the Oak Ridge Boys on the show um, probably about as often, if not more so, than uh, any other individual artist. We're always glad to have Joe on board. He's a uh, he's a great guest, a great talent, a great person, and uh, he's a good friend. He's a great storyteller yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Good guy. Proud to call him a friend. Moving right along here, we've got a couple of guests, as I promised you. We're going to be doing some uh, guitar music. We've got a couple of stellar guitarists going to be joining us in uh, oh, in just a few moments. But uh, John Bon Jovial, while we've got a minute here, is anything you'd like to uh, toss in this week? Well... You know the uh, the AMA awards happened, and uh, I personally, Did they? you know, yes, yeah, I, I you know, <laughs> goes to show you how much I pay attention. I wasn't even what aware they? of it until this morning, and that they happened. The AMA and, is that the American Medical Association? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Apparently, uh, <laughs> Taylor Swift did something that everybody ood and odd about, and wore some sparkly stuff because I saw a picture of her. <laughs> And then there were other people that were gyrating around the stage. I really don't know what the hell they were doing. Uh, but this, you know, I just, I'm a dinosaur. By my own admission, I am a dinosaur. I go back to the days that when I used to go to a concert, I'd go see the Grateful Dead. We'd smoke a bunch of dope, enjoy the concert, and everything was great. <laughs> those days, my friends, are there, long gone. <laughs> you know, of course, that was also back in the day where you could go to a Grateful Dead concert for $5.50 and get a four-hour concert. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I kind of I flash back also to the days when uh, I used to tune into award shows because of, of the music and the celebrities and I didn't have to listen to my parents' politics and then, you know, all the crises and everything, which was really refreshing uh, back in those days. But, uh, you know, a little bit of escapism. It wasn't Disneyland, but hey, what the heck? It was a lot of fun. And uh, I don't know. I did not, uh, I did not uh, pay close attention to the AMAs this year. And, and, uh, well, it's, it's I, like I any other got... awards show. You know, they've all become prerequisites for political statements, whether you believe in the Republican mantra or the Democratic mantra. It's just not the place for that. It is a place to celebrate music, to celebrate the artist's talent, and uh, not to preach well, to, to those that are listening to, uh, you know, how you should vote. I mean, and, and unfortunately, it's not only the AMAs, it's the, the Tony Awards, it's the, uh, the Grammy Awards, it's the Academy Awards, the Golden Globes. You know, they're all falling into that unfortunate oh, it, pattern now. Yeah, it's, it's transcended that even because over the weekend, uh, it, uh, it even invaded college football. And a bunch of uh, oh, a the, bunch the of Harvard students Yale uh, took game, over yeah. the field yep. on the Harvard Yale game. You know, yep. and uh, the the school said the same thing that uh, you and I have both uh, been saying. Uh, you know, it's a free country. You're entitled to your opinion. You can even share it with people who want to listen. Okay, you can't force it on people, but you can share it with people who want to listen. But there's a time and place for everything, and that is not the venue. It is not the time. And uh, I, I agree with you a thousand percent. The award shows should be given back to the artists and the music and uh, leave the politics for another time and place. You know, if you've got an opinion and you feel that strongly about it, get yourself a venue, 
announce that you're going to be protesting or whatever you want to say and do it. Yep. Just don't force everybody else to take it. There you go. Moving right along, we have our first guest standing by in the green. Well, he could be sitting by. I'm not in there. But uh, anyway, he's near and ready. So we want to get to our first guest, Mr. Bill Pierce, as he plays for us on his guitar, Morbid Cold Heart.
That's one hot tune. Bill Kears, come on in here, Bill, and talk to us. How you doing today? Pretty good. Fantastic. That's uh, that's quite a piece of guitar work there. Well, that's the uh, that tune is probably uh, one of the heaviest songs on the the new record. You know, which is all guitar instrumental music, and it's because uh, like people are like, well, how did you end up getting back into the heavier music? You know, and and uh, I played classical guitar for like 10 years and uh after doing that i decided i wanted to write again and i just returned to the to my youth pretty much you know i just instead of trying to be a fusion guitar player or play the jazzy stuff and all the funk and all that i'm like i'm gonna write something that's a little heavy so what happened was uh i don't own a seven string so i started monkeying around with uh tuning below a regular drop d tuning so my instruments are all tuned to E flat anyway. Everything's down a half step, and then I drop the uh, the low E string down to a concert C. So it gives a it gives it a much heavier sound, and it created this whole new tuning. And I uh, just started exploring with it, and twelve songs later, demos. Here I am, you know. So. Well, I, I hope the listeners are listening closely because I feel you may have been giving away some trade secrets that in the future you're going to want to keep to yourself. But uh, <laughs> that's a heck of a job you did there, and uh, I, I can really, really appreciate your varied background. I mean, when you go from uh, classical to jazz to fusion uh, to heavy stuff like this, that's uh, it not only speaks of your experience, but it, it speaks of what you've drawn from that experience for the listeners that aren't familiar with you, tell us a little bit about your background, where you came from. Well, I uh, I started on violin at age seven, and um, I I was I had great great teachers there. Now in Portland, Maine, that would be uh, Richard and Clorinda Noyes. She is uh, she's the concert mistress or master, however you say it these days, of uh, the Portland Symphony Orchestra, and. Um, they they pretty much you know took me under their wings and and helped me become a, a fairly well accomplished you know American classical musician you know because none of us could really compete with the Russians back then you know and, and right. the Chinese but um, you know they uh, they they definitely helped them. they I my parents planted the seed when they got me to the school to, to you know on the night to pick up the violin and, and uh, yeah I flourished for a long time with it and and uh, but when I was uh, I guess I was. 13, 14-ish, my brother became sick with uh, ALL leukemia, and oh the rebellion God. started, you know what I mean? So when the rebellion started, I was like, I don't want to play violin, that's not cool, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a black leather jacket and grow my hair out and, <laughs> and wear an upside-down cross and all that kind of stuff, you know, and, and uh, so I was at the bus stop one day, and my friend who had a, uh, a boombox, and back then, that was big technology, right? You know, that oh, was yeah. It would have been 1980 or 81, I guess, and, and he's like, check mm -hmm. this out, and he presses play, and it was, first song was Eruption, and then uh, and then it went through the, you know, a couple songs from the first Van Halen record, and then it was, uh, then on to Blizzard of Oz from Ozzy, you know, and I was kind of, right. and that was it, you know, so I, I just got, I, I went nuts with it, you know, and, and uh, but it took me a few years, because it just seemed so foreign to me compared to a violin, a violin to me was my home, you know, and, and uh, so... It probably took till I was 17 before anything started to come out of it that really, you know, <laughs> that I was remotely pleased with, you know. That's a so, uh, that's a great summation that uh, we just we just got the uh, autobiography of Bill <laughs> Pierce uh, in a nutshell, and I, I I couldn't help I I I got to share this. I flashed when you were starting with your 
your roots with the violin and the classical music and how you uh, moved on from there, I just could not help but think that if you if you hadn't switched to guitar, if you'd have stayed on violin, you could have been the you could have been the Doug Kershaw of the violins of, of rock violin. I mean, just just picture what might have happened there, John Bon Jovio. What's you? Yeah. Well, hey, Bill. First of all, welcome to the show. It's great that you're with us. Uh, you know, you you touched on a couple of things. Uh, well, you know, first of all, your your background with uh, with classical music, and uh, just as a point of interest, you you may be uh, interested to know that uh, I have my dad's guitar, uh, and it's a uh, it's a gut string Goya, which is about eighty five years old, and it it, just, wow. it makes the prettiest sound. I mean, I I, I think that uh, you and also. Uh, our our next guest, uh, who's also a guitarist, Brad Novotny, he uh, or Brady Novotny, you guys would really appreciate it and like to see this uh, this instrument. It's just an absolutely gorgeous guitar. But uh, I, I digress for a second. Uh, I, I want to talk to you for a second about uh, Morbid Cold Heart. I'm listening to this, and I you know I'm flashing back to an obscure record, which, gosh, I think it came out around 1970. Maybe 1971, uh, a, um, uh, a a band called Focus. I think they were from Sweden, and an album called Moving Waves. Have you ever heard of that? No. Okay, you might want to look it up. I think it's. I think you can get snippets of it on uh, YouTube. But the guitar work is um, is is very similar. I think yours is a little bit more intense. But uh, I, I heard some similarities, and 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 that was um, now Hocus Pocus. That's the name of the uh, uh, of the band, and Moving Waves is the name of the record. And uh, it was you know one of these one record wonders. They they probably broke up after that, but it was the only album that they ever had. It never really did anything on the charts. The uh, alternative alternative radio stations at the time they they didn't call them aor but you know it was like underground rock that kind of thing it was uh, an overnight yeah. fm yeah yeah exactly and you know they 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 played the heck out of that record and uh, uh yeah you might want to look it up but uh no it's a it, it it's a, a beautiful piece of music that you do there and uh, i love the production values on it well, the uh, the production was, you know, I did all the recording, and um, you know, and I, I have the players that are in my live band playing on the track with me. But the uh, the post production stuff is equally as important, and that's that was done at uh, Arlo West Studio down in Lewiston, Maine. And uh, of course, Arlo Arlo works in a big studio in Dallas, Texas, and has you know album credits with Steve Ray Vaughan and. And he was one of the engineers on the, the engineered all those clips in um, in the movie Titanic, and and he's actually my he's my neighbor at my surf camp. That's how I met him, you know, because the old the old lady that owned the place next to me just decided, you know, she was getting too old or whatever, and she sold it to him. And and I, I heard some guitar coming out of there. I was like, hey, what's going on, you know? So yeah, we developed a pretty good relationship, and and uh, he, he's just you know he's all analog though, so the the songs are really hot, you know what I mean? So. An- analog is a beautiful thing. Yeah, I knew yeah, you'd love yeah. that. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm an analog man living in a digital world. Well, I think anybody anybody that that does digital recordings like me 
that doesn't find the studio to just have them master it through a Neve system. And, you know, it was all done with, uh, with uh, Rupert Neve's strips and uh, compressors. And uh, I think that's maybe he might EQ it a little bit. But, you know, what it does is it just basically takes your digital sound and, and warms it up to what we used to have with the real reel. You know, right. that's the goal anyway. And it, 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 I think it's safe to say it worked. That is, uh, that recording is as warm as any I've heard recently. Now, what's uh, what's Bill Pierce doing now? Obviously, you've got this new album out, and uh, are, you, are you doing any touring? You uh, playing to support it? Uh, are you working on new music or what? Well, well, the the new the album isn't out yet. Actually, those are all singles from the album. Uh, Nomad of the North actually isn't even out anywhere. The only people that have it are you guys and anyone who stumbles into the new uh, website that I'm building now. You know, it's a Wix site right now, so it's not even on my .com. Um, so, yeah, the album comes out on uh, on March 19, 2020 on, on uh, Spring Equinox. And, and what's the name uh, of the album? Uh, the name of the album is called Nomad of the North. It is, okay, and we'll be playing yeah. that title track here shortly. But go ahead, continue with your story. So, so yeah, so I have a, I have a three-piece band, and we are rehearsing, and our first thing that we're doing is on the 20th of December. But uh, what I've done is um, I'm doing U.S. dates where, like, I'm going to rent the hall and, and promote it myself, and I'll probably have some, some you know, help from my friends, I hope. But uh, sure. I'm just going to rent some halls, and we, we started, we've got one rented in Bangor, and there's another one in Portland, and then the next stop, we're, we, we kind of hope it's going to be in the, uh, the Coliseum place at Berkeley in Boston. Uh, and, then, and then from there, I'm going to work to either Hartford or maybe even Worcester, because believe it or not, there's a lot of music going on in Worcester, a lot of guys go there to play, so, and uh, work my way down and, and uh, probably end somewhere in New York or whatever. That, that's my goal for the U.S. thing. And uh, I'm supposed uh, to go to, uh, to Europe in May, but that's still, all that's still being negotiated, so it's hard to say well, exactly yeah. what's going to really happen with that, you know. Well, you, you hit close to home with your, uh, with your uh, dates there because uh, my co-host John Bon Jovial is a Boston boy himself, yes, and uh, he's familiar with a lot of those areas that you, uh, that you just mentioned. So uh, I know he's wishing you were back up there to catch you. If you... Uh, if you spread your wings around the rest of the country, uh, keep in the back of your mind, John is now in Naples, Florida. I'm out in Arizona in the Phoenix area, and uh, we'd sure love to catch you in person and uh, and see you make this sound you make so well. That's uh, some good stuff. The album Nomad of the North is coming out, you said, March 20th? March 20th, yeah. Okay, and uh, we'll definitely be looking for that. Quick before we have to go, Tell the people how they can find you and your music online. Well, the best thing to do is to uh, go to www.com. Uh, hello, www.billpierceguitar.com. Okay. Or, that... or you can just put my name, put Bandcamp in, into any search engine and my name. Uh -huh. Or, Bandcamp. or just put my name but bill pierce guitar into any search engine you'll find my youtube you'll find me because you know the, the issue is there is a there's a saxophonist the jazz cat the, uh, he's from boston yes. too and he's he's fairly famous and has the same name so there's a, i get a lot of stuff from people looking for him and he gets a lot of stuff from people looking for me so it's kind of funny I, 
I, that's one of the reasons I wanted to make sure we made this clear because I found that out when I was uh, when I was doing some homework on you. I'm saying uh, this, this isn't the right guy. I don't think he plays saxophone. But uh, Bill, want to thank you so much for coming and sharing with us today, and uh, definitely look forward to hearing from you again. Keep in mind you're part of our family now, so we always have a home for you. You want to come back and share some new music stories or whatever you've got you'd like to share with the fans. By all means, give us a shout. Like I said, we'll always have room for you on our stage here at the David Bowers Awards. Thank you again, Bill Pierce. Okay, thank you. Great, great having you with us. Ladies and gentlemen, Bill Pierce, here it is, the title track from his album that isn't going to be out until March of 2020. You get to hear one track of it right here now. It's called Nomad of the North.
Radio Nomad of the North, title track to the new album by Bill Pierce, which will be out in March of 2020. Watch for it. And thank you so much, Bill Pierce, for sharing right here on the E. David Bowers Awards. Our next guest is standing by, but John Bon Jovial, before we do, any closing comments on uh, Bill Pierce's work? Well, the, the guy's got a scorching guitar, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, it, it, that kind of... You know, intense rock and roll, uh, and, and, and nothing against Bill's ability because he's just one hell of a guitarist. Um, I, I, I don't know that I could take a whole album of it, but, you know, to, you know, 10 or 15 <laughs> minutes at a time of this kind of thing. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I think I could really enjoy listening to it. I mean, he's, uh, he, his Got production values are good. His, you know, his guitar work is flawless. Um, but you know, it, it's, uh, again, and I think this goes back to the, the fact that, as my kids put it, uh, you know, when I was a kid, I, you know, the dinosaurs, ro- you know, roamed the world with me. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I prefer, you know, the kind of guitar work that I prefer uh, is stuff like Doc Watson used to do, uh, Jerry Garcia used to do, and, and that kind of thing. However, cannot take away one iota this guy's level of talent. No. No, it's awesome. I think you're also going to like uh, this next gentleman who's going to be joining us in about, oh, three, four minutes. He goes by the name of Brady Novotny. He's got a new album out. He's, uh, we're going to play the title track right now. We have a new release coming up a little bit later. But first, here is Brady Novotny with Passions Collide.
Brady Novotny and Passions Collide, title track of his current album, and he's here with us to talk about it uh, right now, as a matter of fact. Hello, Brady. Hello. Thanks for having me on. Hey, thank you for joining us. Glad to have you. This is a uh, this is a real guitar paradise here today. We're pleased to have <laughs> a couple of great guitarists here with us, and uh, you're next in line, so like to hear a little bit about you. I know you've got this uh, this current album, Passions Collide, and we're going to be able to preview your next release here in, uh, you, know, you know, after we talk with you for a while. Tell us about, uh, tell us about where you came from, a little bit of your history. Yeah, well, you guys are definitely getting your fill of musical notes tonight, that's for sure. <laughs> I absolutely uh, love it. That's one of the things I love about doing this show. I get a great <laughs> tune collection. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I uh, started playing when the age of 10, classical music, rock guitar, um, you know, nylon string guitar. But then I turned to a love for flamenco guitar um, and that Spanish sound. So um, hence the, the, the reason for the album is about, you know, my two musical passions colliding, which is flamenco music and rock guitar. So Absolutely. I, yeah, so that's, that's kind of the, the little gist of what's going on on the album. Um, so, yeah, that's a, those are two of my biggest influences, I would have to say. That seems to be a prevailing trend there. Uh, musicians who get into it around uh, 9, 10 years old, give or take, and uh, explore several different paths. Uh, in your case, uh, flamenco, which is unusual for a rock guitarist, or at least in my experience, and of course, Bill Pierce was just on, and he was into uh, classical violin, as a matter of fact. So, uh, yeah, it's, mm -hmm. it's interesting to see the evolution. But uh, as I mentioned to Bill, uh, the experience and the learning uh, definitely plays a part in the development uh, of what you become, and uh, it has obviously uh, it has obviously helped you. I I was listening to uh, Passions. And while it's definitely not flamenco music, I won't try to sell that concept at all. <laughs> there is a sense of the feel of that style of music, which uh, I, I guess only only a guitarist like yourself could really understand and interpret. But uh, yeah, there, there's a different, slightly different sound, a different tinge to it. And I could see where that could have been drawn from a flamenco style. Yeah, a lot of the chord progressions are, are kind of taken from the flamenco style, and a lot of the the harmonies are are taken from that. And the chord and the and the scale scale choices and stuff like that are really based off of the flamenco modes. And then, of course, in the middle of that song, there's a little flamenco breakdown, and um, and, th and that track has just about you know like ten seconds of it. And then, um, but some other tracks have a little bit more. Um, predominant flamenco nylon string sound to them. Well, you and Bill have the same dastardly tendency that I used to hate in my broadcast days, especially my earlier years before I really became aware of this trick. And uh, <laughs> I was I was the type of uh, DJ that I got into the music. When there was a tune on, my head was in that tune, and I wasn't really prepared for anything else. And you both have those danged false endings there that used to kill me. <laughs> I would think I was being so smart, and the tune would end 
and I'm not going to catch me again. I'm on to it this time. And the next thing I know, I'm talking over the rest of the tune. <laughs> so, um, but I know John Bon Jovi, you never did anything like that, did you? Oh, no, no, no. I never, I never caught a false ending because I was perfect in every way. <laughs> uh, uh, Brady, I was going to say, I, I thought I, I caught a little bit of influence from Andre Segovia. Uh, in that and uh, sure. and and that made me smile. Um, and, you know, my uh, I had mentioned to uh, to to Bill a few minutes ago. You know about my dad's guitar. My dad used to play a little bit of flamenco guitar, and he was a mm-hmm. just a gargantuan fan of the flamenco style. And of course, uh, Andre Segovia, who I mean, really could do no wrong. Uh, so I, right. you know, it's sure. really very pleasant to me to hear, you know, a, a rock tune with a melody with, with a, um, uh, oh, I don't know what's the word that I'm looking for. Um, it's escaping me at the moment, but there's a melody to it. And then the natural segue into that flamenco riff and then out of it again uh that caught me by surprise and i was very pleased to hear that oh thank you uh, that was that was hopefully one of the goals <laughs> to kind of throw the ear off a little bit but then it was pleasing hopefully so yeah well that's always it's always something that you can really get off on listening to music is the the subtle surprises and, you know, the unexpected twists and everything. And uh, it's, well, I had a background in music well before I got into radio, so I, I guess that would mm-hmm. at least in part have influenced my getting lost in the music when I was, you know, when I was DJing. And uh, although it didn't help my DJing very much because <laughs> I would get caught with false endings, but uh, it, uh, it is one of those, uh, it, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of like the Easter egg. It's that surprise that, Wow, I like this song, but that really blew me away, type of thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I really try to stick to melodies in my music. You know, my wife's a singer, so um, when I was writing the album, I would always, you know, say, "Hey, hon, can you listen to this melody that I'm writing?" And and if she'd listen to it and then sing it back to me like an hour later, I knew I had something. And if she's like, "I can't remember that," then I would, you mm. know, start all over again. You know, because no, I that's think, a you know, <laughs> yeah. You know, you got to have a melody that's that's at least a little bit singable or rememberable. Um, you know, and a lot of us guitar players, you know, we're definitely known for just shelling off in the record and stuff like that, and that's fine. It's just, um, but I wanted this album to reach, you know, non-guitar players too. So mm-hmm. I, I wanted to kind of, you know, have some melody lines that are really for people to kind of latch on to, and and hopefully the nylon string kind of broadens the audience a little bit too so that was my my hopes in in creating the record now are you are you touring in support of the album at all uh i'm doing a lot of local stuff i opened up for opening up for a lot of um guitar players that are coming in i opened up for paul gilbert um from mr big he's a pretty big guitar player uh ron bumblefoot's all he was the guitar player for guns and roses and does his a lot of other things, and um, uh, opening up for Uli John Roth, which was the big guitar player from the, you know, the 70s of Scorpions and everything like that. So um, I'm doing a lot of opening shows that are coming through um, my town, which is Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I'm then, um, yeah, and 
you know, um, yeah, it takes money to go on tour, <laughs> you know, yeah, and as, an instrumental, <laughs> as an instrumental artist, you have to be prepared for that. And so, uh, right now I'm just kind of doing the tri-state stuff, you know, um, and then if, uh, you know, things work out a little bit financially, I'll be able to go a bit further. I hear you. And, uh, keep in <laughs> mind, you might, we ask you to make a mental note that, uh, John Bon Jovial is down in the Naples Fort Myers area. I'm out in the Phoenix sure. area. So keep that in mind. If you ever get our way, let us know because we'd love to meet you. It's one of the things yeah. we meet some of the greatest people, the the nicest entertainers and the most talented people in the world on the show here, but mm-hmm. it's not the same as meeting them in person. So whenever we get a sure. chance to meet one of our guests in person, um, We'll break our arm trying to get there and do it. And so uh, yeah. keep in touch oh, with us. And I, I tell all our guests, you're part of our family now. So keep in touch with us. We'll help you promote whatever you're doing, new music or whatever. And uh, we, I have a page on Facebook, the David Bowers Awards. And uh, it's a groups page. You can post anything you want to share with your fans and followers and new fans and followers. And I'll make sure that uh, it gets spread around to our other social media sites. What have you got planned in the immediate future? Any any big plans or big news? Well, uh, December, um, we're releasing a new video for one of the songs on the record. Um, so I have a video out now for the song you just heard, um, but then I'm releasing another one um, here probably around the first week of December. So doing that uh, right away. And then uh, got some shows coming up, you know, like I said, that we'll be doing next year. But um, but going to go back in the studio and work on, as they say, record number two, you know, just keep on. But I, I'm kind of probably do a little bit more focusing on some orchestration and stuff, too, along with it. So I'm looking forward to, you know, slightly going in a little bit different direction, but keeping that flamenco, you know, up front, because that's a, that's a real passion of mine. So I will definitely be looking for that, as will John Bon Jovial, I'm sure. Yes, I will. And I do hope you keep us in mind. I do hope you keep this in mind when the release comes out. Drop us a copy. We'd love to hear it. Maybe we'll get to uh, preview it on the show or something. And uh, keep in touch with us, please. Love to have yeah. you come back and join us in the in the not-too-far-distant future. We've got about 30 seconds left, Brady. If you would, tell us just a brief, we understand the Passions Collide theme. Tell us about our next release, your next release, Ancient Romance. Uh, yeah, that, that's, once again, that's uh, another instrumental I have, and that's actually going to be the video that we're releasing, and uh, it, it was, you know, it was inspired by my journeys through uh, Italy and uh, Rome and Venice and um, viewing a lot of the churches and a lot of the different sites in the ancient town, and, um, uh, you know, it was just really inspired by my journeys through Italy. Fantastic. Thank you for sharing that and all of your other stories and music, ladies and gentlemen. This is Ancient Romance, Brady Novotny.
Was anyone surprised by that one? <laughs> Talk about your Easter eggs. Oh, nice song. Mr. Brady Novotny, thank you so much. Thank you, Bill Pierce, for both of you for coming by and sharing your new music and stories with us, telling us a little bit more about each of you. So happy to have you here on the show. John Bon Jovial, take us home. And let's not forget about Buck 22. <laughs> That's got to be the most interesting <laughs> rendition of Elvira that I have ever heard, and I've been listening to that song for over 40 years. <laughs> Hey, folks, you did it again. I can't believe it. You did it again. You spent another perfectly good hour with the David Bowers Awards, and we are grateful for each and every one of you and sure hope that you'll be back with us again next week. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona, and we are available for free on Blog Talk Radio. You'll also find us on the Anchor FM app for the iOS and Android platforms, as well as Apple Podcasts, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Amazon Alexa devices, as well as SoundCloud, MixCloud, and the TuneIn Radio app as well. Be sure to uh, click the follow link on our Blog Talk Radio page, and also please follow us on Twitter and Facebook and like the David Bowers because, well, we'd like you to like us and because we like you. I mean, you know, that's how it goes. Be sure to join us next week for the David Bowers Awards Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ-FM. That's 106.3 on your FM radio dial in Rochester, New York. That's Rochester Free Radio. And on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern. 11 a.m. Pacific and 6 p.m. UTC for more great indie music and talk with the artists that make it happen. So until next week for the uh, all the rejects here at the David Bowers Awards, this is the lovably legendary John Bon Jovial saying be good to each other, love each other, and we will see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards.